Yo, what's good? Welcome back to the Tough Block Podcast. Yo, welcome back to the block. It's your boy Monix. <laughs> your boy DJ. It's been a long ass while, bro. Long ass while, long brother. Ass about goddamn time. It's been about a month, man. Last time we were here, we uh, we had the great Ray Sefo on yeah. our pod, man. Yeah, that was a. Dope-ass podcast, bro. Probably my favorite podcast of all time, man. I hope y'all check that out, man. Make sure that you guys like, subscribe, follow the, the podcast. We're on everything. YouTube, the big one on YouTube. Yes. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you can find the podcast, man. Look us up, man. Just, just follow. Just let us know what you think about the pod, and we'll get more into it. Yeah, we got a... We got a lot of the projects, like we always say, we got coming up, which we are gonna get get going with it and everything. But um, we just had to find space, man. Yeah. Out of this whole damn pot, this uh, fucking pandemic and all these elections and shit, and then just personal battles, bro. It's been it's been tough. It's fucking tough, bro. It's been tough. But man, speaking of fucking personal battles, it's been a fucking minute, long ass time. But your boy, I mean, we we y'all seen it in our past episodes. We've been here in the in the jujitsu gym. Not a lot of people um, really know, but your boy is now prof- uh, is now teaching at um, at the jujitsu gym now. What? How how does that feel, bro? Yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been amazing, man. Helping out with the kids and uh, even uh, uh, Mitch has given me a lot of um, opportunities to work with the adults too, and like almost. All the new guys that come in, if it's like their first day, he has me work with them. Like today, I worked with somebody. And um, he has a really interesting story uh, that the new guy, um, I'm not going to put it out there or anything, but he's uh, he's come through a long, long battle. And just to see him dive into jiu-jitsu and me being able to help him, how appreciative he was of it. I honestly, I don't, I don't know any better feeling, bro. Like other than teaching, it's in teaching. I, yeah, but it's it's better when you're teaching your passion. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's one thing when you gotta teach when you gotta like try to teach somebody some shit that you don't fucking care about. Yeah. But then rather than something you fucking love, you know. Yeah. Now you don't even feel like you're working. Yeah. You probably do for him because you're here all the fucking time, but it's yeah, pretty I'm dope. Here every day of the week, but uh, it's uh, it's it's so cool, like like. These kids, man, they're like when I show up here before class, they're, they're like already sticking out their windows because obviously we got to open up the gym and everything. They're yeah. just pop out the window. Coach Mac, Coach Mac. What? Like, that is I'm dope. Like, bro, that's like a <laughs> feeling, so dope, bro. That's so sick. So, like, from starting, how long have you been in Jiu-Jitsu now? Uh, here with Gracie, almost four years now. Damn. So, for four years. No, you... it, yeah, it is four years. After, October 17th was four years. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, just about. Yeah. So now that you've been here for four years, from being the student to now being the teacher, mm-hmm. how does how, how has that transition been for you? I mean, it's been it's been crazy, like, especially, like, even some of our teammates in the gym, like, they'll look to me to ask me about technique and things like that and helping them. And it's just, it's, you know, it's like, me and you, are with, when it comes to sports, we're super detail-oriented. Mm-hmm. So... With jujitsu, it is such a detail-oriented sport. Right. So, like, me being able to break all that down to someone and see them accept that knowledge is yeah is crazy. Eli, another example. Yeah. Shout out to our boy. Hey, Eli. shout out to our boy Eliazar. What's yes, up? Yes, sir. Join the squad and uh, man, working with him every mostly every time he comes in here has uh, been it's been cool, man. Just to see his progression and 
everybody, everybody I get to work with, just see their progression and and how happy they are and to receive the knowledge and everything is fucking. Bro, I can't ask for anything other than that. What's even crazier is that now that you booked a podcast and if y'all haven't checked out my man, you got to check him out on IG, man. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's supposed to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> we just went to my dispensary and uh, one of the Uso, shout out to my Uso Few. Hey, check uh, out his reviews. Yeah, dude. check out his reviews too, man. We're going to put his link somewhere around yeah, here. Somewhere. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, besides his posts and everything... Fuck, I forgot where I was going. We fucking was talking about few. Well, anyways, so now, where was I going with this? Oh, um, so from doing now the podcast and then now your your funny posts and everything. Now that you're teaching it and, and you're you're implementing like all the lessons that were taught to you, do you ever stop and realize like now you're building your legacy? I do, kind of, and it's uh... so for those that don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. So with jujitsu, and, and from the the school that you come from, more traditionalist, and then now doing because you know Craig Jones and all the the leg loss specialists, explain to the people what what the difference is and why is that so controversial doing it here at a traditional school. So I mean, coming up uh, when Gracie's uh, first brought jujitsu and everything. It was kind of frowned upon back in the day. Um, I mean, still, not not anymore really, but like now there's people that specialize in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can end a match in like three seconds. Right. And like, I think people realize that it's back then it, it was like an honor code. Like you just didn't do it. Cause it's right. like honor, you gotta choke them out or pop, break their arms, stuff For like sure. that. So now I feel like with big big names in the sport, like people like Gordon Ryan, people like uh, Craig Young, stuff like that, that are pushing the sport, and seeing them so successful with it, mm-hmm. I think that has really opened the mind to jujitsu uh, enthusiasts. Right. But uh, like you were saying, yeah, before um, it was it was frowned upon, and uh, and doing it now here in the gym is a, uh, I mean it's cool, man. I mean there's still a lot of people like with the gi. There's a lot of people that um, aren't well versed to it. For sure. So doing it, you kind of catch them off guard. But I think nowadays, like I, I'd say probably from 2015 to now, it's really, really prevalent in leg locks. So I feel like if you're in a jiu-jitsu gym and you guys aren't doing leg locks, the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real, man. You just got to catch up with the times. Everything evolves. Everything. And it's just like... The whole argument with fucking boxing and MMA. Yeah. Like, why would you restrict just to one style? Like, why would you... Like, you were given this body to be able to use it in all aspects. Why would you only limit it to just hands? Why would you just limit jujitsu to just chokes, you know? And John Danaher said it best uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's a... If those of you that don't know who John Danaher is, he's a... One of the greatest coaches mm-hmm. I think in in the world right now, mm-hmm. and uh, he has a team of killers. He looks like an extra on Shark Tale, but yeah, he, <laughs> does, he does. He looks like a beluga whale. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, John. Hey, we're fans. I'm sorry, and I know you love our poly people, so we love you too. We love I you, love beluga whale. <laughs> but uh, he said it, the, the, he said it best on the Joe Rogan podcast. He said, "Why would you ignore fifty percent of the body?" Yeah. 100%. It's just, yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, I think people are 
and just coming around to it, man. Honestly, me just focusing on that game so much has uh, really evolved my game, honestly. Yeah. It really, really evolved my game. Like, I'm doing things that I never thought I could do. Yeah, like what? Like, a lot of the, the leg lock positions I get to and everything, I mean, I see them on TV. It's like, it's like you see uh, LeBron James do a, do a windmill, and you're like, can I do that? Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It's like that, bro. Yeah, and I, yeah, and that's I actually true. hit it. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, that's and I hit true. it in training, and it's like, fuck, bro, that's crazy. smooth as hell. Yeah, bro, that's crazy. Know? And, um, Especially this guy, bro. If you guys know this fucking guy, bro, growing up, you're so lazy. Yeah. You didn't want to do shit. Yeah. And yeah. from going to that event. Balls deep into this. Balls, well, first, balls deep into basketball. That was like the very first sport that I actually saw you do on your own. Yeah. Balls deep. But then now jujitsu is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, dog. And I think that's another example with the, with the leg locks, too. Like, uh, for example, Alex Allen Iverson brought the crossover, right? Right. Without without Allen Iverson, it's not like after AI did the crossover, they're just gonna, no one's doing crossovers. Right. It's gonna just evolve. 100%. Now you got Kyrie Irving. Now you got, you know. So it's just. Well, I mean, it's kind of like saying like even with the Larry Birds or. You had like the the three point specialists. Why mm -hmm. would they just stay three point specialists? Now you got like Steph Curry and KD that are just shooting lights out from everywhere. Even from LeBron, everywhere. Yeah. even lights out from every, fucking AD. AD. Oh Great my example. god! What, what oh big man like that, bro. bro? Oh my god! It's crazy. By the way, I don't think we did one since. But shout out to the championship. Yeah, Lakers. shout out, bro. We did it. Hey, shout out to LA shout in general, LA. bro. From the Lakers to the Dodgers, what a wild fucking series! I don't even watch baseball, bro. It's straight up fuck baseball. But make your money, and at least LA is, is is finally basking in the glory. I don't know if the Rams ever will again, but. <laughs> <laughs> But I think also with the I don't know if you, anybody's seen the math out there, but the Dodgers seventh championship, yeah, Lakers seventeenth, mm -hmm. equals twenty four. Twenty four. Shout out to Kobe. Shout out to Kobe, man. Mamba mentality really tough in LA right now. And that was amazing to see that. That finals was amazing to see. But let's talk about you, bro. How is uh how's how's everything? Where are you climbing up there? I'm trying, man. Trying, bro. It's just the cannabis industry, man. It's growing. Uh, cannabis is now three years legal here in Nevada. And for those that don't really fucking know, so there's been a flower shortage here in Nevada. Really? Um, so they they passed some new regulations. I'm not fully educated on the whole thing, but there's been some new testing that's... It's been harder for growers to grow out here. So... A lot of crops have been burned. A lot of like, I guess they, a lot of them had to restart um, their grow. Uh, a lot of grows are no longer allowed to be here in the state of Nevada. They've been oh. suspended. Like, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Like, even some of the regulations, it kind of doesn't make sense. Like, they don't want them to have a special part. They don't want a specific part of the plant to be grown with the plant, but it's that's what's grown with the plant. So it kind of fucked up growers in general. But. Um, Shout out to New World Cannabis Marketplace. They took real good care of your Uso. Um, just like you here, man. Um, I've been surrounded by a good, great group of people, man. Um, my job is the very first job I've ever felt like I've, like I belong, you know? Mm -hmm. you, you go through back and forth with hella fucking jobs, hella fucking jobs, and you're just an ant. Yeah. You're just an ant just building this hill for them, and you know what I mean? They They don't... They already have their dream and their vision, and you're just a stepping stool to that vision. Yeah. But 
for for my companies they actually believe in me. I mean, you walk in this motherfucker, everybody's like, DJ, 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 <laughs> do you do this, 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 DJ? I'm like, God damn, bro, is this crazy? Dude? It's funny, bro, because the very first time that, like, I've never, I've never been in a job like that before, but even when I was just a regular worker, no one, I never noticed that until you. Really? Yeah, until the, until the first time that you walked in there with me, and then you're like, damn, fool, everyone fucking asking for you. Crazy. I know, but I was like, Damn, what the fuck? That's weird. Yeah. And then I was approached for a management position after that. Maybe like like a month and a half after that. And then just took off, man. It's just, it's been a blessing, man. Like everything that I've ever asked for for this company, man, they've, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's standards there from owners to management to everything. So everything takes time, but literally they've, they've taken care of me. I mean, from being a lead at the, the world's first fucking cannabis consumption lounge to now being store lead, like manager and everything. And it's just been great, man. Meeting all these heads for all these cannabis companies, man. Crazy. Crazy. Shout out to Virtue, Flower, uh, my boys Ranson and Royson from them and Taproots. All, all these other cannabis companies, man. Shout out to y'all. Rove fucking hooked me up with a bag. Um, but it's, it's dope. Like, the cannabis community is kind of... It's kind of where I was saying, like, we're more like the redheaded stepchild mm -hmm. just because people still treat it like a drug drug, a drug, drug. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? People still treat it like it's meth because we're on a native land and everything. We still have people that are fucking still scared of our tribal police and shit like that. Or like it's crazy. So you get the people that treat it like a drug drug and then you get the Karens mm -hmm. where because now it's retail. Oh, you're gonna give me whatever the fuck I want, or, bro, you can have, you can have. I don't know, man. It's just any industry you're gonna have that. It's just it's crazy that you now have that with with cannabis. Like, bro, you really gonna complain about this weight or or this price? You wouldn't do that to your fucking street dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy how. You know, <laughs> it's just crazy how like that that mentality is just changing. But that's. You know, then the advancement of, of cannabis and everything, but it's just been a blessing, man. Like, we're trying to get into everything, yeah. and cannabis is a big one. I, I, I truly, truly believe that cannabis is a key to our people, to our Polynesian people, just because the, the big things that it can do for us in the islands, and, and we're a small group of people. We're big people, but we're a small group of people, and we can really thrive off of a lot of things that cannabis has to, um, has to offer. It's just... Gotta get past that old fucking mentality, bro. You know how many old motherfuckers be coming into the dispensary and they're like, man, back in my day, I used to smoke. I'm like, bro, I understand, bro. I understand, bros. They cross everything with everything now, dog. It's weird, but it still smokes yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. But nah, the weed shop is fun, man. Cannabis is fun. Anybody that got any questions, bro, let me know. Show you all terpenes and taught your boy a lot of shit. But it's cool, man. I love the I love the cannabis shop. It's a cool ass environment too. It's laid back. Mm -hmm. Everybody seems cool there. It looks like a Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> it really does. Uh. It looks like a a Bass Pro Shop that fucked an Apple Store. <laughs> <laughs> For real. For real. That that's literally our job. Because all the glass, mm -hmm. the white lights, all that. We try to implement as much green as we can, but there's only so much green you can see, bro. Yeah. 
crazy. Hey, shout out to one of the roster too, bro. Yeah, shout out to our boy, man, from Canaline, man. Canaline, uh, I see the shirts up in the at New. They're fire, bro. Fire, dog. I gotta get fire. Me. Hell yeah, bro. Oh, those are fire. Um, your boy took care of your boy, so <laughs> I got two of them things. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> you got the pina punch and the L.A. Laker colors too, bro. That shit is fly. Yeah, that shit, that shit fly is dope, bro. I love, I love everything he's doing. But um, bro. So since uh, since we took our little hiatus, obviously there's a huge thing that happened. What huge thing, bro? There's been hella huge things, bro. It's been a month yeah. in the U.S. though. Yeah. The biggest the biggest thing is the presidential election. Yeah. What is sure. your take on it? Well, let's take your take first. Okay. Because you're you're way more heavily involved. But um, I mean. Not saying I'm, but I mean, yes, Biden, you know, like, yeah, it's, I, I, I saw this meme actually that really said how I feel. It's like, yeah, we got that one asshole out the, out the White House, but don't mean we don't got our eyes on you, old man. You yeah, know? yeah, facts. <laughs> so that's the same thing, bro. You on a short leash in my, in my eyes, it's, uh, because he has made some questionable calls in his past, which a lot of people have, period. Yeah, 100%. And same thing as his vice president, in my opinion, has a lot of questionable calls in her past, which a lot of people do. I mean, you have, uh, you have to be dirty, in my opinion, to get up there in politics. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's a whole other case on itself, but... Um, it's an old model. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's archaic, and uh, I think we need to flip 100%. the script on this bitch, but... You know, I, I think... In the end, somebody that causes so much division and hate, even if it's not him, because a lot of people keep getting messed up, like saying, how, how is he racist? This, this, or that, this, this, and that. And it's like, it's not just him. It's the people he's enabled yeah. that Facts. affect me. 100%. You know what I'm saying? That make that people that feel like you know what he's he's the model for me to now stand out and say f you f this f that all all these people um all these different colors because just because you don't like something different and that that's my thing anybody that can cause that much division and hate simply just like kobe said simply cannot make america great again 100 percent. and that, that's just my take on it so i we a lot of people are like, with Biden, we're going to get another four years of Obama. We Obama already got eight years. You're going to give him another four years. Yeah. I'm like, bro, we, we just saw what happened with the orange guys four years. Yeah. And how much. Facts. I mean, this play, I feel like a couple more months, America would have been caught on fire everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, it's just, in just my opinion, it's just, we needed something to bring us together in these times rather than drive us. And. Not with Biden going in, it's it's not gonna bring us together. I'm not saying that because it's gonna drive people even that were on the other side even farther. Yeah. But we, I just don't feel as the leader of our country can be out there doing the outlandish things. Yeah. And 100%. saying outlandish things like you said. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I mean, <clears throat> for me, and we've already talked about my my side and everything. Um, just as a, as a president in general, none of these motherfuckers was were best suited to be president. Both both Trump and, and Biden, both these motherfuckers is racist as fuck. They're both old white men, and one's pushing a black agenda and one's pushing his agenda. His agenda. Yeah. The problem with his agenda is that, like you said, he's he's empowering hate. He's empowering 
a division. Why would you want that in the country? That that's just my thing. For me, man, realistically, dog, I didn't vote. I didn't vote. Y'all could send me all your hate. I I, I welcome it. At underscore to you. But no, just man, just realistically, man, just like a lot of Americans, this pandemic hit and it hit hard, and my personal life was just way too crazy to be focusing on two people that were going to lead rather than just focusing on how my family's going to eat type of thing you know what i mean and i know a lot of americans were going through that and and just having the choices that we had how do we only have two choices yeah we have nine different coca-colas we have 15 different fences how the fuck do we only have two choices like these are the only two motherfuckers we only we already said that with hillary and trump and we did it again with fucking Biden and Trump. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, for all the people that hated Bernie Sanders, at least he, he, he gave a, a far leftist fucking answer. But it's far different than we've ever done. Ever. Ever. You know what I mean? My, even, even with Trump. The only thing I was, really, I was okay with Trump the first time is just because it was something we've never done before. Yeah. Now we know we should never do that shit again. We should never do that shit again. But at least... You know what I'm saying? As a country, we experimented with a celebrity. Maybe the wrong celebrity, but now we know what not to do. Yeah. At least now, there's a lot of people, especially from our generation, we weren't voting. But at least our our generation really did step up. Step up. I mean, look at Georgia. Georgia's been a red state for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. It just swung blue. Mm-hmm. Well, well, there's another state, too. It, it always swung red, and it swung blue. Was it Pennsylvania? Yeah. I mean, my thing is, which one of you motherfuckers are really trying to understand where the American people are from? Because right now, well, since the fucking, the beginning of time of presidencies, it's always been conditioning to a classist. Uh, Like I was saying, there's a couple, a couple of my friends that are just so hard on, this is fraud. Yeah. This is fraud. Trump really won. They they were counting votes when the shit was closed. It's fraud this, fraud that. And I'm like, I mean, literally, he's getting in arguments with everybody he runs into. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, both of these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about me or you, bro. No, bro, I know. At the end of the day, they fucking don't care, bro. They don't give a fuck, no. bro. And in the end of the day, in my opinion, these motherfuckers do not make the end and I'll say all for our country. Yeah. Everything needs to be changed. Now, it's the, the president isn't going to do much. I know. He's not a king, y'all. He's not a king. I know he acts like it. I know we treat all our presidents like that, but they're not the king, bro. Like, y'all need to educate. Well, some of y'all need to educate yourselves on how the government works. So, I, I mean, in, in that sense, it's just, it's just anybody could have been up there. Yeah, 100%. But let's get somebody up there that's not causing hate. That's the big one. That's the big That's the big, huge one, man. It's just, it's heartbreaking to see, man. Like, like you saw, I forget. Family splitting apart. I forget his name, but there was a, um, I don't know if he was like a political leader, but he was on, um, he was on CNN or Fox News or whatever. But there was a black gentleman that was, that was speaking on like, there's a lot of colored people, brown, black, Asian, whatever, they're waking up so much happier because they don't have to worry about this man being president. Yes. If you have a president, someone that's supposed to be 
representing your people and people feel like that like so relieved that you're no longer in office then you should have never been fucking in no. office bro never been in office and that's a problem like us as the people this government is supposed to work for the fucking people but we let other people run it for us and we just want it served to us on a fucking silver platter you know yeah it's stupid it's dumb yeah it's just we need something better I, I see that there's greater change. Me, myself, I didn't vote. Honestly, I, I don't see no benefit on either one of these sides, and my vote would have been wasted because I don't believe in either one of them. We need a whole new system. We need a, multiple options. We need, honestly, we need a panel. Yeah. We need a panel. We don't need a president. We need a panel. We need yeah. multiple people that represent us as people because there's way too many of us to be represented by one. Yeah. Even through, like, House of Representatives or whatever the fuck, uh, the Senate or whatever, they don't go and meet all the leaders of all all these other countries, and they don't represent us. All these other countries, they, they look at us crazy because it's yeah. Trump. No matter what. And that's a crazy thing. You think it would be different if we had The Rock? Do you think people would look at us different if The Rock was our president or, or Kanye was our president? I think people would look at us the same if Kanye was the president. I think with The Rock's brand... The nice guy he carries, I don't think so. But if he starts spewing some crazy ass shit, then yeah. Yeah, yeah fair so enough. So it's like fair enough. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so if if there was a if there was another celebrity, and Joe Rogan cannot be one. No! <laughs> you cannot fucking choose Joe, because I believe Joe would be the fucking answer just because Joe is just I, if it wasn't for Joe Rogan, it really would have never improved my life. Until I heard this Me motherfucker too. say himself. I don't know shit and I'm just learning and I've been looking up to this dude fucking forever and then you put me on his podcast that just I really don't know shit yeah you know what I mean we need a president or we need someone that represents us like that that's not afraid to to listen to other people's mm -hmm. views you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. 100% it's just we'll get there hopefully but so if you could choose one who would it be not Joe Rogan not Joe Rogan not Joe Rogan not The Rock really easy Morgan Freeman. I'm just kidding. That's a tough one. That's a toughie. That's a tough one. Um, man. I mean, it's hard because just like, just like politics, celebrities, it's kind of, you got to kind of be dirty to get up there too. Without the dirt or whatever, who is one person that you think that as celebrity, that if they did go for for presidency, you will give your vote to. Fuck, that is tough, bro. That is real tough. Mine, Ashton Kutcher. Oh, that's a good one. How long, how long has this motherfucker it publicly known that he's been fighting sex trafficking? He's been talking about this shit for years. 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 The first time I, saw, I heard this shit, I'm like, what? Like, why Why would you be fighting this? Like, it's not that real. Like, I know it's around, but it can't be that bad. And then little by little, you hear the worst and worst and worst shit from Hollywood. And then all this shit starts tumbling out. And actually, Kush has been on something. He's been fighting for the people. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I would I would have said uh, Akon, but then I heard some crazy shit about Akon. Never about all his shit, too. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Damn, celebrity-wise, bro, I really don't. I really don't see anybody. Yeah. I don't. 
that I can think of off the top of my head without being funny, you know? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon. This <laughs> is Jimmy Fallon. Nah. Uh, I, I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy. Justin but... Timberlake. No. <laughs> um, celebrity wise, that has some good values, bro. It's tough. Because you don't know if they're really just an act. Yeah, but I mean, it could be an athlete, it could be LeBron James, it could be anybody, bro. Just has to be I, couldn't, I couldn't go for LeBron James. Oh, bro, I think LeBron would be a great president. I love LeBron. I think he'd be a great president. Because think about it. He's one guy on the court in the, his battlefield. He gives the opportunity to every single player on that court. He, he leads them by example. He fucking, he's, he's the first one in the gym, the last one out the gym. He's always there to, to fight for the little guy. And he's always fighting for what's right, especially when it came against Trump. That's true. That's true. I mean, LeBron, Le- would, be- uh, LeBron would be my number two. LeBron would be number two for you? No, he'd be number one. Ashley Kutcher, number two. I, I'll switch that. You know, honestly, Chris Paul's another one. <laughs> Chris Paul would. Actually, I now that I think about it, Chris Paul would Chris be perfect. Paul would be great. Yeah, because he's like the perfect asshole, too. Yeah. yeah. General, he's a... I mean, the way he re- leads, I mean, I know it's not like leading a country, but the way he leads the NF- uh, the NBA Players Association is awesome, too. Yeah. I mean, look at OKC. They're a terrible team without um, Russell. Then they signed Chris Paul and made it all the way to the playoffs. And uh, and just everything he does off the court. Yeah. Is, how, is why I think he would be awesome. 100%. Um, yeah, that's a tough one where for celebrity wise but um, now that we're on sports bro let's let's get into a little bit of sports because all of our listeners know we love sports so much how do you feel about the Steelers being undefeated right now do I even gotta say anything do I do I even have to say anything bro 14 years Tomlin has never had a losing season never a losing season and every motherfucker always want to say some shit about Mike Tomlin. Everybody always want to say something about Big Ben, bro. Crazy. crazy, bro. Never one losing season. We've had two eight and eight seasons, but never a losing season. That is nuts. Bro. Fourteen years, my dog. I, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Bro. Almost two decades. <laughs> Almost two decades and never a losing season. And there's, bro. You know how many seasons we went nine and seven, and everyone was talking about Mike Tomlin is on the hot seat. He was able to contain crazy-ass Antonio Brown, stingy-ass Le'Veon Bell, and fucking crazy-ass Big Ben. And no one ever heard no problems until they left. As soon as they left, bro, it fucking... All the woodwork came out. Mike Tomlin, coach of the year. I mean... We have four defenders in the top ten in consideration for defensive player of the year. And you know what's crazy, bro, is, I mean, you got your T.J. Watts, you got your Minka Fitzpatrick, you got right. your, but the, when I look at your team, it reminds me of kind of like our season last year. Yeah, bro. Because yeah. just the team just works together. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that's crazy. You guys look like you just gel. Yeah. Even our even our rookies and our backers, Robert Spillane, bro. For those that don't watch our football team, you guys got to watch Robert Spillane, bro. Yeah, back up to Devin Bush. Devin Bush got hurt, ACL injury, and then Robert Spillane filled in. We didn't even skip a beat. I mean, we've had a couple holes in our defense that let the Cowboys stick around, but that was going to happen. Hey. We were on the field too much. We I, did, tired, I bro. defeated, bro. There's, 
I mean, it's fatigue sets in, all that. It's just, I mean, we saw it with the Niners last year, bro. It's yeah. just hard to keep that record yeah. undefeated. Bro, I think we're the most disrespected undefeated team, though. We're still number two. I mean, we were we were number we were never number one last year. But you guys were what six and zero, and then you guys lost your first. We were seven and zero. Seven and zero, and you yeah. went seven and one. Yeah. Yeah. But they still consider us number two to the Chiefs. Yeah. We were wow. number four, bro. We were yeah. number four until the last two games of the season. We were number four up until we were six and zero. And I, I think it's just the the uh, is it real? You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how how much other teams stick around. If you if you can finish the game, that's all that fucking matters. The Cowboys and the Ravens were up ten, double digit points, and we were at zero, mm-hmm. and we came back and won both of those games. Whether it's the Ravens or the Cowboys, they're fucking professionals at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. So. We're sitting pretty. I'm happy to be a Steeler fan, you know? I would be too, honestly. I was fucking gleed as fuck <laughs> last year, bro, so I know how it feels, man. But yeah, I think, um, I mean, I mean, I don't even have to speak on the Niners. <laughs> I think you guys see what's going on say, here. Man. I feel bad for you guys, bro. It's just been injuries on injuries. You guys had a lot of bright spots. Y'all had, y'all had a couple good games, and then you guys got thrashed by the Eagles, and then. The Dolphins. Uh, but, um. Shout out to two of them. Shout out to two of them. Shout out to those two of them, man. My God. Yeah, man. And, and, and Tolila, bro. I yeah, know. Bro, Tolila's killing Talia, it. Tolila, yeah. He's killing it. He's with uh, Maryland, right? Maryland, yeah. He's averaging almost four or five touchdowns a game. And half of it is with his feet, too. So it shows that that, uh, that bloodline strong with the run game, man. Man, you see, you see two of Juke. His little fake outside in the back end. I mean, Buddha, Buddha let up. Buddha definitely let up. But it, still. It don't matter. He gave him the, he gave him the Lamar Jackson, bro. He did. Lamar Jackson did that to K1 Williams. Yeah, he did. He did. It's so embarrassing. K1 Williams was way worse. Way worse. Oh, my God. When he got hit, oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. He flew bro. out the screen. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was at Uncle Link's house when we watched that video. Shout out to Uncle Link. Hey, but K1 Williams, he's, he's, he really stepped up for our team. He was a shit with the Browns. Yeah, 100%. And he's, he's really one of our best defenders. Yeah, But does. what I wanted to bring up about the Niners was we when we played the Seahawks, was that last week or the week before? Yeah. And you got your ass whooped. We had, out of 22 starters, three players... Played in the Super Bowl. That's how many injuries we have. Only three players that were our our star twenty two team. Our twenty two. And then you traded away Quan. And then we traded away Quan. Alexander. And we, yeah, but that was more of a money thing. Even though we got Kiko Alonso, which I hate. You hate Kiko. I hate Kiko Why? Alonso. I I don't know. It's just something about him. I just never. Oh, bro, I love Kiko. I can't I stand. I love him. Kiko Alonso. He's physical. He's rangy. But I think, and someone needs to tell this dude, he needs to retire because of CTE. Too many concussions. Way too many concussions. Last year, I think it was last year. Um, he was playing the Ravens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was on the Ravens sideline. Yeah. Didn't, you Didn't even know. know. And you see everybody on the sideline, ha, 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 this guy's funny. You see him genuinely confused. Blank. Genuinely confused. Blank face. He had no idea where the fuck he was. Even when he got to the other side, 
nobody on that side even acknowledged him or anything. Like, how does nobody see this shit? Like, CTE has been the biggest fucking lawsuit in the NFL's history, and nobody recognizes this shit? Crazy, dog. You Crazy. see it in his face, too. <laughs> Speaking of the, uh, that game, though, Ravens. Yeah. What's up with the Ravens, bro? Oh, bro, it's play call. Did you hear Ray, uh, yeah. Lamar? Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows their, their calls. That's crazy. Well, they run the same exact fucking plays. They didn't, they didn't, they have to understand, well, you would imagine that they would understand that they can't run the same fucking plays as they did last year. They have to change it up just a little bit, little tweaks. And look at the fucking Titans. Did you see the game tonight? No, the I Titans didn't. versus Colts? I did. Bro, they were pulling out some wild ass Colts plays, bro. They they fake they uh, Colts looking nice too. Yeah, the Colts is looking nice. But but the, the Titans like they everyone knows the ball's going to Derrick Henry. As they throw that ball, it's going to AJ Brown or John Lou Smith, the tight end. Everybody fucking knows. So on um, one of the plays on the goal line, they put Derrick Henry at fullback. And they had Dante Freeman running back from Texas back in the day at, at running back. He was cold, too. He was cold. But who do you think the ball going to go to? It going to Derrick Henry. So they fake a fullback dive, and then they run a, a boot right and have Dante uh, leak out to the flats. Wide the fuck open. They were just creative all day. Same, same thing. They put Derrick Henry in the ISO in the, in, on goal line for the second touchdown, and then they ran a... a a reverse sweep with Jonu, the, the tight end, easy touchdown run because everyone just assumes the ball going to Derrick Henry. Same thing with the Ravens. Everybody knows if you shut down the pass game, they have no choice but to run an option. And if you take Lamar Jackson out, fuck everybody else because nobody else on that field is as talented as Lamar. You shut down everything. And, you know, I love that, that era, my, my hardball era with the Niners. But just like what we're seeing now, it happened to us. Yeah, with Kaepernick. People, no, no not, not not just saying Kaepernick. People caught up to Jim Harbaugh's plays. Yeah, and it's 100%. like, bro, they're the same every year. One hundred percent. And it's, it, it Look became, at Michigan. It, yeah, it became bad. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that might be going on in Baltimore. Yeah, with John Harbaugh, you never know, or John. 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 So I. I think they definitely maybe they need some fresh blood in there. Unfortunately, I love. Well, I mean, it, it might just be an offensive coordinator too. You you might need could be a new offensive coordinator or someone new playing uh, calling the plays or whatever the fuck. Could be. Yeah, they definitely need to switch it up. If you see us, bro, if, when we were with Antonio Brown, we had the same fucking. Well, our quarterback coach was. Uh, our offensive coordinator now was our quarterback's coach then, but we gave him the play calling uh, duties. Um, when we had Todd Haley for for a lot of the the time that Todd was there, and all we ran was fucking screens because we had Antonio Brown, we had Le'Veon Bell, we had fucking Martavis Bryant, dudes that could fucking run, fly, fly. We have a bunch of flyers now, but if you look at our offense, we're running more of a Heinz Ward style offense. Yeah, we run, 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 play action, Post. deep, <laughs> and a bunch of middle to Juju because yeah. Juju's fucking Heinz Ward. Yeah. Bro, Juju fucking carried our team in that second half, bro. Bro, even, bro, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, bro. Chase Claypool, Eric Ebron, Eric Vance Ebron. McDonald, James Conner, Benny Stump. Bro, we're stacked on offense. Even our defense, bro. Our rookie, Alex Highsmith, bro, our outside linebacker. Is amazing. Amazing. Our outside linebacker rookie had a pick on both Robert Spillane, backup, and Alex Highsmith, backup, both had picks on Lamar Jackson. 
<laughs> Crazy. And Robert Spillane ran it back for a touchdown. Very first play. Uh, third play of the game. That's third crazy, play man. of the game, dog. That's crazy. Crazy. Making plays of their lives. And you see that goal line stop that Robert Spillane had on Derrick Henry? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Man, I'm right in the hole. Mm. Nothing. Nice. And Derrick Henry's a fucking fridge. I was having this debate, and I want to I wanna have this debate here. As a defender, because you played defense before, who'd you, who's more intimidating if you're lining up on the other side of the ball? The bus in his prime, Jerome Bettis, or Derrick Henry now? Hmm. I mean, I'm not a, I, I hate to be the what have you done for me lately guy, but Derrick Henry just looks so fucking violent, bro. It's, it's insane. It's insane. I, I've personally never seen Jerome Bettis stiff on somebody into the stands. <laughs> bro, how dare you disrespect? Remember when he ran Brian Urlacher over? He did run him over. Oh, but he was shocking. It has when it has so he bro. literally stiff on someone and they fly? As yeah, far as they fly, bro. Yeah, fair enough. Come fair on, enough. Like Josh bro. Norman, yeah. That's fair crazy, enough. bro. Fair enough. Yeah, but I, but still, stiff armed by Derrick Henry, even if you want to put it that way. Stiff armed by Derrick Henry or head up with the bus? I mean, that's like pick your poison, man. But here's another debate for you. Come on, man. You got to answer my debate first before you put up a I, I said Derrick Henry. Okay. You'd rather go head up with Derrick Henry? No. Oh, do you want you would I think Derrick Henry's the tougher one. See, for me, before we go into yours, I was telling uh, my boys at work, I would much rather, it's not going to be fun, but I would much rather try to tackle the bus than try to tackle Derrick Henry. Because Derrick Henry is sick. Bro, did you see his measurables? He literally has the same measurables as Vaughn Miller. 6'3", 245 pounds, Jumps a seven foot vertical and runs a four three five or some shit like that. That's a that's a fucking vending machine, full speed at your ass. I'd rather tackle the bus, or at least try to tackle the at bus. At least try, you know. At least try. Yeah. But here's another one for you. What's harder, in your opinion, playing defense? Is it scarier going one on one with Derrick Henry? Or somebody like Lamar Jackson. Oh my God! Oh my God! Lamar Jackson, hands Easy. down, hands down, you know this bro. Derrick Henry's coming at you. Yeah, no matter what, you boss the wall. You know you gotta run through a fucking wall with Derrick Henry. You have to, no matter what, because you know he's gonna bring it. So you have to throw your whole, your whole fucking everything. energy yeah. through his ass, no matter what. But Lamar Jackson, oh my God! Bro, he's gonna he's gonna break your ankles, break your soul, break your oh, everything, man. bro. He's just gonna be a meme. I mean, Those Josh Mor- Jordan. I mean, Josh Norman is a meme. Yeah. But still, I mean, scary wise, that yeah. really intimidates you. Yeah. Somebody that got moved in the open field is. Yeah. Tough, hey, bro. Shout out to my dog Kerwin Williams. He was like the Lamar Jackson back when we played in high school out here at Western. It, we were down like, or we won that game 28-27. Barely, like what? The last 12 seconds of the game. Best, best fucking game I ever played in my life. But that fool was that quarterback, and he was doing he was doing us stupid like doing that damage. all goddamn day. I had one sack, and I think that game I had like 11 tackles, and I only had two tackles on him. He was shaking the shit out of our whole defense. It was terrible. Bro, it's the worst. And you know, uh, speaking that we are in the in the Blue Diamond gym right now. 
So I'm putting together a, a turkey game. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm definitely coming. And thanks, I'm definitely coming. Hey, anybody that wants to go, is it open invitation? I don't know if it's an open invitation. Okay, maybe not. Okay, we'll let you know. Just we'll let you know. We're, yeah. trying to get, uh, we're trying to just do four teams of seven. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe not. We'll and let you know. And we're already at 21 right now. <laughs> well, maybe. Just, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a waiting list. If you want to join, let us know. I'm not going to lie. I would say, no matter his age, I'm still worried about Mitch. Oh, oh my God, bro! I didn't even think bro, about that. Everybody, dog. everybody, oh actually said it's already. I'm a Mitch squad. I'm a Mitch squad. I want Mitch. You want to go against Mitch? I, I don't want to. I don't want one on one with Mitch, not at all. But I want to. I want to go against Mitch. I want to go against Mitch. Bro, so I, I mean, we gonna have some fun. The, the dog, the dog in us. You gotta go against Mitch, you bro. Have to. The, the, I don't know anybody in your gym like that. I don't know like that many people that are like. I don't know how y'all play. Much, much love, much respect. But if I was to take my chances, I'm pretty sure I could keep up with most. Just football wise, mm-hmm. just just off a of football cue. Yeah, Mitch. That's a different animal. That's a different animal, bro. A different animal, bro. A, I tell him all the time. Mitch. Yeah, man. I think uh, I'm excited, and I'm excited to do this. Uh, and it's it's cool to to get outside of the gym because we're just in here killing each other. Yeah, it's cool to get out and do something else. You know I've been, I've been fucking played ball in a minute, bro. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I'm, I I already told everybody I'm gonna start throwing like now. Yeah, get my arm ready back again because I'm playing Q. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I might play Q for my team too. Huh? We'll, see. <laughs> we'll see how much I want to run. But I mean, I'm excited, bro. The turkey ball is the best. Bro, it, it's, it's been so many memories, bro, growing so up. So many. So many, bro. Bro, oh, my God. For those that fucking don't know, we used to light people up. Not trying to toot our own horn like that, but fuck, bro, it's fun, bro. Hell, yeah. How many Palangi boys just come up and... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't think we were shit, and they get blasted, boy. And I was, I was never a big dude. Mm-hmm. Nope. Never. Never. But still got that poly heart. Yeah. But, man, I'm, I'm excited for that. You got any uh, plans coming up for the hol- holidays? <sighs> to be honest, bro, I think I'm, I want to do holidays differently this year. What do you mean? You know us. Our family, we're just Polynesians in general. You know, we're always about big family. Everyone always comes together. Mm-hmm. I think this year, I mean, no offense to our family, I love our family, I love. I think I want to just focus on us. Yeah. Just little family dinner, like, just to, so our kids know, you know what I'm saying, like, holidays could be special with just us. Mm-hmm. I think it, it'll be a, a finer tuner for my family, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think it'll be special, especially if we get this new place, don't tell nobody, but <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great. Yeah, it'll be special. Plus, I'm looking forward to making my own turkey this year. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to try this year. That's awesome. After turkey bowl, but it might be a late dinner, but. <laughs> well, um, damn, bro, this has been a fun episode, bro. Hell it's been fun. a bit. It's Can't been wait a to do more of these now that we're back. Yeah. Do a lot more of us, man. We we, we love showing out people. We're going to still bring on a lot of people, but I feel like y'all, after doing this for a year, y'all still don't know us, yeah. you know? So we're going to, I know we said that fucking how many episodes ago, but. We actually have a home base now. My man is the fucking, is a key holder. <laughs> Shout out to James. Yeah. Shout out to James. Believing in our dream right here. Yeah, man, straight up, man. Just just so many people, man. Just I just want to take some time. I appreciate every single one of y'all that believed in us, man. Yeah. From Christian to James to Phil to 1-0 to Kennedy Kingston to fucking every fucking Everybody. person that's been 
part of this, man. It's been a dream come true. I mean, we started off doing this <laughs> in our garage on a phone. We're still recording on phones, but still. <laughs> Smoking joints. Yeah. And just talking about nonsense. Trying to figure it out, but I'm proud of you, dog. Proud I'm of fucking, us, bro. I'm proud of us, bro, for Shit. real. We came this far, bro. Yeah. We ain't stopping. Hell nah. Hell nah. We just took a break. Y'all probably got tired of seeing us anyways, but we back anyway. We back on that ass. <laughs> we back. Well, this has been a, a great episode, man. Welcome back to the block. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Dose.